Good. Hey, this is Bob Nalbandian. And Matt Hartnett. From the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast. You can subscribe and download all episodes of the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast via the CMS Podcast Network at cmspn.com or any of your favorite podcast directories, including Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and more. And while you're at it, be sure to rate and comment about the podcast and spread the word. And if you'd like to donate to the podcast, go to our PayPal account at shockwavesskullsessions at gmail.com. Thanks for all your support of the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast over the years, and stay tuned for more great episodes every week. It's Poison, right here on your classic metal show with uh, Life Loves a Tragedy from the uh, Flesh and Blood release, and... uh, I don't know about you, Chris. I know that uh, you have an eclectic taste in music, and uh, I'm not a big fan of Poison, but out of all their entire catalog, that's probably my favorite CD. Well, Native Native Tongue is definitely my favorite one, but I I like Flesh and Blood. I like the first. I didn't really like the first album much. That album's a little too fucking Velveeta for me. (laughs) But um, second, third, and fourth I thought were okay. After that, nothing. Right. Alan Kilcaller, you're on the air. Alan Kill, just a quick question. Are you, in, are you in the bathroom, you got, Tim? Yeah, I'm just before I'm going out in a minute. But I was just going to ask, have you guys heard anything more about the rat situation? I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you uh, comment on that. Alan Kill. <laughs> Tim, I'm glad you'll let us. Thanks for your permission. The answer to Tim, as far as I'm personally concerned, I have not heard a thing about the rat situation. Nothing. Me either. Big zero. Nothing. Nope. I think they're done. Let's hope. I, I can't. I mean, I know that they'll probably figure out a way of finding another replacement singer, but for the most part, they're done. Yep, I'm with you. They're do- They're toast. Yeah. Without without Piercy and the fact that they came back so strong with the return album and that they played so many larger shows, you know, yeah. uh, and and Steven is gone now and they're going to go back to trying to find another Jizzy Pearl to take the place. I don't think anybody's going to accept that. Yeah, but Tim, thanks for your call. Now go back to doing your job at the Glory Hole. <laughs> All right. Well, the reason I played some Poison, which I really do, is apparently Brett Michaels, the ultimate douche. <laughs> well, we, we definitely agree on that. Is he the biggest dick in, in rock? I, I don't know if the word the word dick or douche is better. I'm thinking douche. You think douche? Because when I think of the word being a dick, you're mm-hmm. just being an asshole. Being well, a douche, you're just kind of whoring yourself out to be just sort of like you'll you'll take money for anything. All right, so in your world, he's a douche. In my world, using your logic, he's a douchey dick. Yeah, I guess. Because you remember the, and we don't have to rehash this for the nine millionth time, but he was a dick to me. He was a dick to you. And and he's always been a douche. But, but we're talking... Let's see, 99, 2009. So, so we're looking 15 years ago. Yeah. So what? So at the time he was a dick. Yep. During the 15 years yeah. when he's, you know, come out and done the whole rock of love and the tour bus thing and, you know, the, uh, 
what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, Donald Trump show? Oh, um, Apprentice. Uh, yeah, Apprentice show and doing the um, VH1 classic shows and stuff. Yeah. He, he's become a douche. Yeah. Okay. Fair so enough. He was a dick at that point because at that point he didn't have the notoriety of being on uh, television, etc. But since then, he's become a douche. So uh, not to use popular vernacular, but uh, on the movie with um, Mila Kunis, who unfortunately is not any longer hot because she's now banged. She's knocked up with uh, Ashton Kushner's kid. That just just, like takes away from the hotness. Yeah. Uh, In the movie Friends with Benefits. Yeah, sure. They, they use the term uh, di- dick douche. Dick. dick douche. Have you ever hoped that somebody was seriously hurt more than bread at the Tonys? No, not at all. I, no. I actually hoped it was. Hurt. So, so here's Brett Michaels, okay, uh, at 51 years old. Yeah. You know, half a century. Right. He's... <laughs> He's got a video out where, right. where it's Brett Michaels, how to properly trash a hotel room. What a douchebag. At, at 51 years old, do you think anyone cares? No. How to properly trash a hotel room? No. At what? I'm going to tell you where trashing a hotel room stopped being cool. The who? Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, 19, 1980. Yeah, at, at the latest. At the latest. Yeah. Led Zeppelin, The Who, probably were probably the two most notorious bands in the 70s, mm-hmm. 40 years ago. Right. That uh, made, tr- quote unquote, trashing a hotel room cool. Right. Since then... Not so much. Since then, it's all poser. Yeah, because it's been there, done that already. Yeah. What do you got new? So yeah. here, here's Brett Michaels in 2014 at 51 years old telling yeah. us how to properly trash a hotel room. Right. It's over. Yeah, it is over. 40, only- 40 years ago. And I hate to take his side on any level ever because I hate this fucker. But I will just just offer up the fact that he was asked the questions. Now, <laughs> now, purposely, my 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 thought is that he should have just said, "I'm not going to answer that." Right. But you know, he was asked, and he did answer. But oh, what a fucking fruit! Well, I think for me personally. Yeah. If I was in his position and anybody asked me about trashing a hotel room, I would have said, why don't you ask Robert Plant? Or or just said, you know what, dude? Is that really what we're talking about? Is that relevant yeah. to, to today? Yeah. I mean, aren't we interviewing about something else? Right. You know. Well, anyway, Poison Singer. Now, did you ever notice that some journalists, if you want to call them journalists, mm-hmm. because because of the Internet today, anybody and everybody who puts anything out there is considered a journalist. Sure. 
which, you know, for the most part, they're not. Right. They're just they're, dudes. They're just people who have an opportunity to interview one of their favorite stars or whatever, and now they're a journalist. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, used, that used to mean something years ago. Right. But now anybody who publishes anything on the Internet is considered a journalist. Right. But anyway, regardless. Uh, Poison Singer, and they all often, even to today... Even though Poison, I, I'm assuming, is a, an active band. Okay. Are, are they active? I don't know. I, they, I mean, I they tour. So. Is, isn't Ricky Rocket doing a band with our buddy Sean McNabb? I know they're doing some kind of like Hollywood All-Stars. or there, There's all these super groups going on where people from various bands are like playing together, etc. Mm-hmm. But, but for the most part, Next summer, I know they're not doing it this summer, but if Poison were to decide that they were going to go out and do a tour, they they still can go out and perform in a shed. Right, sure. Regardless. But sure. I, I, I noticed some journalists refer to him as former Poison frontman, and then some people say Poison frontman. You know, but I guess the other band members in Poison wanted to go tour this year. Right. But because Brett is the, you know, the face of Poison, I guess. Right. He kind of determines whether they do something or they don't. Right. By the way, somebody just posted up that Brett Michaels. Yeah, I see it. I'm looking at it. Fucking, I I watch it every time and just smile. (laughs) I wish the thing would have crushed him. Sure. I just hate him. That's how bad I hate him. I honestly wish this guy would have been killed. Right. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I, I mean, okay, let me let me ask you something. Here here's a here's a either or. All right. Brett Michaels, Barack Obama. As far as who who I would kill first? Uh, who who would you like to see get killed first? Brett Michaels. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, I'd take Obama over Brett any day. Obama's out of our hair in two years. We might still have to deal with this cock knob for fucking many <laughs> more years. I can deal with the entertainment aspect because I can ignore it. Obama okay. first. Obama. See, Obama will be all, all of his bullshit will be fucking replaced by the next guy's bullshit. I, I, but I can't wait 24 months. Yeah, but. But this guy, <laughs> Obama will go away. Yeah, but but. But Brett has no impact on my daily life. Yeah, he does. He's he's annoying. <laughs> Just I, like Obama's annoying. I, I can deal with a, a fly buzzing around my face, but I can't I can't deal with a a rat gnawing on my cock. <laughs> so you're saying that Obama is the rat gnawing on your cock? Absolutely. <laughs> is that? Is that how you're justifying the president of our country as a rat gnawing on our cock? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Nathan in Kentucky makes a good point. For the Secret Service that might be listening, that's Neely that said that. I chose to kill Brett Michaels. Let's let's keep things in order. I'm wishing for the death of the singer guy. Neely is the one wishing for the death of the president, not me. I didn't say I was wishing for the death of the president. I said if it was Brett Michaels or Obama, I would take Obama over Brett. 
I take Brett. I'm sticking with my Brett. All right. It's close. It's close. It's close. I certainly wouldn't wouldn't get a good chuckle out of President Obama getting smashed at the Tonys. But um, yeah, Brett Brett dying would be much better. Right. For me, anyway. Sure. What a horrific death. Something something really bad, like getting his hair caught in a fucking car engine and just pulling the last of his scalp off and bleeding to death. So the last image we have of him is fucking bald with scalped. Something something that would just fucking be fitting for this fucking asshole. Sure. Not just his his diabetes death that's gonna happen. Right. You know, something good. Right. Good. Or or wouldn't you like to have wouldn't you look at Angel or Angie in there. He has children. Come on. No, so does so does Obama. He has children too. Doesn't he? He has like a couple daughters or something. Sure he does. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm just for Brett first. I don't give a shit. Both of them have money to they have fuck you money, so kids will be taken care of. Look at look at Nathan. I don't know Neely. I never met him. I have no knowledge of this show. Please don't haul me off to jail with <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, Nathan. I have picture with you. That's right. I have a photo with you. So you're lying. That's right. Oh my god. I don't think the Secret Service, if the Secret Service starts coming for people that wish that something would happen to the president, I mean, nobody left. That's true. Everybody hopes for bad things for that piece of shit. Right. I don't know. You know, dude, it's a weird thing, too. I mean, do you actually hope for anything bad? I do. Do you really? See, I don't. And I'll tell you why I don't. Because even if, look, I know he's a hunk of shit. And and certainly I'd love for him to have a stroke or something. <laughs> but but I even even if you hate the president, if the president were to get, you know, assassinated or something like that, it just it hurts the whole country. Sure. Well, I agree with you there. You know, you, you I, know let, let's talk in a rational sense here. Yeah. In a rational sense. Yeah. No, that's that's not what I really think. No. But on a day-to-day basis with the frustration and the stupidity and the, and the ignorance that goes on, it's just like, you know, why, why are we dealing with this? Yeah. This is a guy that if you worked with him, you'd punch him in the face and take your firing. Exactly. That's how I feel with this guy. Sure. He's just a piece of shit. He's the kind of boss that you would double middle finger and punch in the face. Right. You know, that's who he is. Sure. And he's an embarrassing representative of our country. Exactly. But, you know, I, certainly we don't want to see nothing nothing that's not, you know, natural causes happen to Right. But certainly if a natural cause could happen to happen, dear Jesus, please make it happen. Right. Sickle you know, cell anemia, heart attack, high blood pressure. I just hope it's, it's the HIV. Right. The HIV, and it comes out that the guy's been having gay sex the whole time. Right. And that's why he made such terrible decisions because his or syphilis. Sure. One of them syphilis cases that just infected his brain. Yeah, kind of like Al Capone. Yeah, and we have to repeal every fucking ridiculous thing he's done. Because he wasn't of sound mind when it passed. Because he, he had syphilis. Right. That would be fantastic. Exactly. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Did I ever tell the story about the guy I used to work with who uh, posted on some message board that President Bush needed to be taken out. No. Well, he did. And I guess 
I don't know. I, I don't know what message board this was, but I guess he made enough enemies that people knew who he was. Okay. But one, so one day at work, some uh, Secret Service agents came to have a chat with him. <laughs> well, look what happened to Ted Nugent. I mean, I guess the Secret Service came to visit him and asked him about his comments. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so it's 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 been going on. I guess that's that's part of what the Secret Service does is they invest investigate threats or perceived threats or, you know, veiled language regarding the president, any president. Sure. sure. And I, I, I got to say, when this guy got called, uh, you know, when this guy got taken out for a, what amounted to a two-and-a-half-hour chat with the Secret Service for saying on a message board that President Bush needed to be taken out, I, you know, the guy was an annoying asshole. Frankly, <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. I, I would honestly take Brett in a heartbeat over Obama. Really? You're with me on Sometimes, this? I mean, granted, I, I think Obama is, you know, going on Chris's analogy, he's the kind of boss that would stay in his office all day and know, not know what the hell, how the hell the company is run. And then he'd come out and give, some, give pep talks every now and then, and he'd go back in his office and people would just sort of snigger and make jokes about him. Right. But at the same time, eh, it's got to be Brett. Because I hear every goddamn broke-ass, ignorant, hilljack, uneducated, 10th grade dropout motherfucker talking about Obama, thinking they know stuff about him. Right. When he really, his policies don't affect their, their, their day-to-day lives one damn bit. <laughs> That's true. And if they do, they actually probably benefit their lives. Yeah, really. But with Brett, you got to listen to his bullshit no matter what, what world you're in. That's right. Brett doesn't get voted out every four years. That's right. We can't, you know, Brett doesn't have to campaign for his, well, I guess he kind of does, but he doesn't have to do it 24-7. We can't, you know, there's no term limit on Brett Michaels. <laughs> Which is terribly too bad. God, how I was there. Yeah, there, oh, yeah, there was. It was, it was called 1992. Right. <laughs> no, that's, that's the rest of the band. This fucker could, look. This fucker can keep recording something to believe in and, and keep repackaging that, and, and these dumb hens keep buying it. Ugh. You know what? I, I almost give something to believe in kind of a pass. I mean, it's a, it's a stupid tearjerker song, but at least, at least unlike so many other Poison songs, it actually kind of has something to say. That one, and what's the big one that he does every time, Neely? Every Rose? Every Rose every has, rose a has yeah. a thorn. Yeah, mm -hmm. Jesus, God. There, there's got to be ten versions of that now. And they no, all that stick. and Talk Dirty to Me is my other least favorite point. Since I, oh, actually, oh, no, talk, no, no. Talk Dirty to Me is my number one least favorite point. Stop it. That's not even in the top five. Number yeah. one, in my world anyway, number one worst Poison song of all time by about 10,000 miles is Unskinny Bop. That's number two. That is the worst song of all time. One of the top five worst songs of all time. That song is ridiculously bad. Yep, I, I give that a very close number two after after um, Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Dirty to Me was, was at least stupid fun. Unskinny Bop was just a copy of, of that lyrically. Same dumb song. Unskinny and then after those two, pretty Bob. much... Uh, uh, 98% of all Poison songs bop. are tied for number three. What's number three? 
All 98% of all poison songs are tied for number three. <laughs> the ones I like are Look What the Cat Dragged In. Uh, Fallen Angel is kind of okay. Ride the Wind is good. Something to Believe In is, you know, like I say, it has something to say. A couple other songs off Flesh and Blood are all right. And after that, I honestly, I stopped listening. <laughs> nice. Steve Wall in the chat room. All the illegals coming in. Who cares? Bread is worse. Right. <laughs> but again, aside from seeing it all in the news, does it really affect your life, your day-to-day life? That no, way? absolutely not. Exactly. It's just, it's like just I a, said, it's like that fly buzzing around your face. It's it's annoying, but it isn't going to change your whole day. That's right. People, people watch the news, these, these fucking 24-hour news channels, that everything is the exact same level of importance, so people don't know what actually is important, so they, so they get hysterical about every little fucking thing, and they can't put it in perspective. <laughs> That's true. But Drives I, me crazy. But I do like that rat gnawing on my dick in the chat room, though, that uh, Demon posted. <laughs> Did you see that, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> that rat. Well, it makes my vital seize up a little bit, so I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, you really don't. It's either a fly buzzing around your face, i.e. Brett Michaels, or a rat gnawing on your dick, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Okay, fair enough. But uh, by the way, when when we get done with the Brett Michael story, there is a there is a Mike Portnoy story. I think he would would be. Uh, I saw that too. Yeah. Well, we might okay. we okay. might cover Just that as well. Mike Portnoy, not Alex. Right. Oh, we, I saw it too about about the the fan. Yep. Yeah, I saw it. It's fantastic. What a bitch. <laughs> As Godsmack said, I, stop crying like a bitch. Just two two days ago, there was a headline on Blabbermouth. One of the, one of the Dream Theater guys was saying something about the new drummer and how well he's fit in. I think they just they they must just say these things every so often just just to to fuck with Portnoy. Just to get a reaction. See, I disagree because it's, he always gives one. But it's it's always the interviewers. The but, interviewers keep asking these goddamn questions. Yeah, but 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 Portnoy's attached to Eddie Trunk. Yeah, but Portnoy, Portnoy, remember when I interviewed Mike and I said, "When are you going to stop answering this question?" You know about Dream Theater. Remember, I even asked you him. Did. I said, you absolutely did ask him that question. I, I didn't ask him about Dream Theater. I said, "When are you going to stop answering this question?" And he was like, "I should." It's like, yeah, well. And do it but it keeps him in the news and i think he actually enjoys that maybe but the winery dogs is a better band it doesn't matter he he well, likes he likes the attention regardless of it's positive or negative i guess so. but there would be no winery dogs without dream theater uh wiry dogs the wiry dogs yes wiry dogs excuse me <laughs> please <laughs> Wine, wiry dogs and andrea mob right right and Reuben Cross. Right. <laughs> Shit. All right, that is all. All right. Fuck you, pal. All right, let's get to this last story before the Secret Service show up at your house. Exactly. Poison singer Brett Michaels recently spoke to Yahoo. Okay. Yahoo Travel? Yahoo Travel. 
I guess because you, because, with Brett Michaels. I, because I guess you spend the time in a hotel room. Oh, nice. So, so what is he encouraging people on a family vacation to destroy a hotel room when they're on their way to Mount Rushmore? <laughs> you know? No, what a dick. Recently spoke to Yahoo Travel about how to quote unquote, and they put quotation marks around this, mm-hmm. properly trash a hotel room. Right. When you are a rock star. Ugh. There's got to be a massive kick, usually into a closet door. You know what? Stop there. I don't want you to read that part. Okay. Just play the audio. All right. Because you can stop line by line. It's so fucking douche chill. All right. Pay my bill. Yeah, figures. A fucking commercial. Of course. Fucking assholes. Yeah. I hate hate the commercial thing. Yeah. But you got to make the money. It's all about the commerce. Well, for you, next week, you need to put Adblock on there. It's a it's a plug-in, and it makes it so the, the commercials don't play on YouTube. All right. Keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Well, here goes Brett Michaels. All right. Here's the thing. There's got to be a build-up to trashing a hotel room. Now, <laughs> I carry with me passion and love, and also with that, I carry a lot of angst, right? So it's always good um, if there's adult beverages involved or a good start, then something can go really good in your life and you destroy out of happiness. Or in my case, a lot of things can go bad and it destroy out of angst or and anger. But always... (laughs) Okay. So he's assuming that when people are happy... Yeah. Be it that is an emotion. Happiness is an emotion that you want to go out and wreck something. That's what he said. And then if you're angry or unhappy, you still want to go out and wreck something. So basically, you always want to wreck something. So, yeah, no matter your state of mind, good or bad, yeah. you want to go out and destroy something. That's right. You're, you're No matter what mood you're in, break up the hotel room. Right. Something to destroy in... My hotel room. Right. Start big. Never never start to slowly destroy a hotel room. It's going to be a massive kick, usually into a closet door, a little hollow in there so you can get your foot through it so you feel raw. You feel fired up when it happens. Right? All right. So, so basically what he's condoning is that you're destroying somebody else's property. Right. So it's perfectly fine that if the hotel has to bear the cost of replacing a closet door. He'll actually address that. Oh, okay. He addresses that. Well, I haven't seen this. Oh, yeah. He'll address that. So, so the, but I'm just giving you my perspective from just hearing what I've heard so far. Sure. That uh, the hotel is now going to have to bear the cost of repairing or replacing whatever it is you destroyed and the cost of not having this room now available yeah because now they're going to have to have the maintenance people come in there and (laughs) replace it before they can rent it out to somebody else and that's only if you do the closet if you do the walls and everything else you're probably talking a week sure Mm -hmm. so it's it's lost revenue because you can't rent that room out now yeah okay right then all of a sudden the next thing is find a vase 
or something that's going to shatter loudly. Uh, try not to throw it out the window. The lawsuits are ridiculous, so don't, don't throw anything out the window. Um, but bust everything within there. Usually. All right. <laughs> so back in the 70s, uh, we were talking earlier that uh, bands like um, Led Zeppelin or The Who yeah. would destroy a, a, a room. Right. And they would like the most notorious that you ever heard was that they would throw the TV out the window. Right. Sure. And it would crash. <clears throat> it would crash on the sidewalk below. Right. Or the other ones that we've heard about is that they would glue the furniture to the ceiling. Right. Sure. You know, so mm -hmm. that's what we've heard. Right. All right. So he's advising against throwing anything out of a hotel window. And the lawsuits are outrageous. Now, when was the last time you spent, you know, a night in a hotel room? Me personally? Yeah, you personally. A couple years ago. All right. Now, did you attempt to open the window in the hotel room? No. I personally have spent many nights in a hotel. Sure. Most hotels, at least at least that I can remember. Right. You can't even open the window. Yeah, it's just a plate. It's just a plane of glass. Right? Yeah. So you, you can't open the window anyway. Most hotel rooms, you can't even open the window. Yeah, because it's all now just climate control. It is. Yeah. So so they're just sealed glass windows. Right. So it's not like you're going to be throwing anything out a window anyway. Right. Unless you kick through that glass. Sure. And Brett obviously thinks that's what you should do. Okay. Go after the coffee machine. That's a good one. Anything from the mini bar and make sure it's loud and a lot of glass involved and there's no children within uh, eye shatter range. And why is that? Why <laughs> why make sure it's loud? Because it, it's cooler. Well, who? More noise. It, it's a lot of noise for who? The other tenants. Oh, so, so other people need to hear you destroying the place. And they need to be distracted by you. So, so when they look at you and go, what an asshole. Look at that guy. Yeah, at least they'll know who they're looking at. Okay. <laughs> what was the most epic trashing and what did that specifically involve? My epic trashing of a hotel room came, oddly enough, in the Orlando, Florida area. Um, this was year. Now, why is this odd? Uh, well, I guess he's going to tell you. All right. So oddly enough, it was in Orlando, Florida. Maybe he's in Orlando. I don't know where they're doing the interview. I oh, no okay. Idea. So it's just coincidental that he happens to be doing an interview in Orlando. And hey, I don't know that that's even true. Well, but I'm I'm just saying that because I I don't know what else would make it odd. Good point, Mol. Why would there be children? <laughs> Seriously, what douche would fucking trash his hotel room with kids around? Well, I, I know. That's a good I, point. Well, but I know a lot of poor parents that do a lot of bad things in front of their kids. Yeah, but trash a hotel room? Well, regardless if it's trash hotel room, uh, do drugs, yeah. uh, have people over to their house that probably shouldn't be around your kids. Sure. They do a lot of stuff that... Uh, probably is ill-advised yeah probably true hail and kill caller you're on the air totally sexist comment coming why am i not surprised as a chick asking these questions <laughs> oh 
Well, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, why are you not surprised the chick is asking this question? I don't know, but when I heard her voice, I wasn't. It just seemed like a Debbie Rayo kind of question, a Jennifer <laughs> kind of question to ask. Well, you got, you, you got a thing about that Deb, Deb Rayo, don't you? I just remember what a terrible writer she well, was. I, sh- I should replace Debbie with Jennifer. Well, she's an idiot. Is she? Oh, yes. Yeah, she is. Dude, come on. You've read her shit on Blabbermouth. Come on. I, this is one place Absolutely. I'm going to not comment because I do know of a friendship that she has with a employer of mine. Really? <laughs> She's an idiot. Well, you're not employed by that. Person. I know, but but I've made my thoughts clear on that. I understand. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. And either. I agree with you, Doghouse. She, she, she's an idiot. Is it a mutual relationship with this employer of yours? Yes. Or do they think she's a pain in the ass, too? Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm not making no comments here. She's a contributor to Blabbermouth. Or not Blabbermouth, but Brave Words. No, not even Brave Words. Kanak. Is it Kanak, too? <laughs> I, I, I just know I see her name on Brave Words a lot. Do they, do they run her shit? Oh, yeah. That's where I see her most. I did not know that. Where do you see Where, her most? Where do no. you see her most? Doghouse on Bray Words or KNAC or Blabbermouth? Jennifer? No, Deb. Oh no, Debbie. No, Debbie hasn't been on KNAC in years. Oh, okay, it's more Brave Words, right? I guess. I, I honestly, I haven't seen her name anywhere in years. Oh, I have. Yeah, she every time Dawkins does anything, she's there. And it's she would. It's always Brave Words. Okay. By the way, did you see the new Brave Words website? No, I haven't. Ooh. Not good? Mm. Yeah, it's, Go to it real quick. Take a look. Where, where the hell is everything? Yeah. Like, the the chat thing, is, or the message board is gone. Which was my main reason to go there. Then what about Blabbermouth? Now you can't comment unless you're on fucking Facebook. Oh, I think they're going that way too with Brave Words. And I'm not on Facebook, so I can't comment. Just make up a fake profile. Yeah, make up a doghouse profile. Yeah, and just don't use it. Who cares? Yeah, this this brave words. This is like uh, Yahoo magazines. That's, I'm not digging it. Yeah, I'm not digging that either. It's the first I'm seeing it, so no, I, I, I'm not liking the new layout. I might have to call Metal Tim and tighten it up a little bit. Yeah. I, I like the headlines, so you can click on the sh- on the stories you like. Yeah, I like the fun. fact that the reviews are in a separate section, so you don't. I mean, that just the reviews tab. You didn't have to click on hardwares and and just choose your letter and all that shit. That appears to be somewhat different. Yeah. But this ain't web designer's corner. Go hurry up and show me more Brett in case I do something wrong next time I trash the hotel room. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. Pow. Well, we did learn something. Motley Crue's Nikki Six lists California home for two point three nine nine million. Good for him. Two point three nine nine million. Nice. Alright. Let's get back to Brett. Alright ago there was two mixed emotions going on um i was at the time going to see a super bowl uh with my buddy charlie sheen and a bunch of us all right let's just say friends 
and uh, we were in the room. One of us was angry and one of us was happy. I'm not going to say which was what happening, but I was smiling. Why? What difference does that make? Because it makes a difference. He, he doesn't want to make somebody look bad. Okay. Smiling <laughs> when I broke stuff. All right. I'm just saying, but that was an epic smashing of a hotel room like nobody's business. And we split the bill on it afterwards. Although, technically, what was pretty brilliant on my part is we wrecked Charlie's room and then I got to go sleep in mine, which was totally together. So I'm not saying I did that on purpose, but it just happened to happen that way. Wow. It, he was pretty brilliant. Yeah, he was brilliant. They they trashed Charlie Sheen's room and then he went back to his own room and it was in pristine condition. Uh, you sound like a fucking infant, you faggot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he sounds like an infantile little bitch. That's stupid. I trashed this. Does anybody really care about that stuff at at this day and age? No, no one gives a fuck. Except some dumb housewife is sitting home going, that's so fun. Really? Brett's so fun. At at 51 years old, really? These fucking soccer mom douches. Everything this fucking fag does fucking translates to their youth. Oh, they were always so great. They yeah. were always wild. They were rebels. Shut up. Right. Go pick your kid up from class, you yeah. fuck whore. 30 years ago, maybe. Today, yeah. not so much. Yeah, exactly. Go put those way too tight spandex over your face and choke. Fucking whores. How much was that bill? The bill was hefty. I'll leave it at that. It was a, there was nothing left. I'll just... <laughs> Why, why can't you uh, why can't you just say how much it was? Why it was hefty, it, dude. It was why hefty. Does, why does anybody care? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we checked out. It was $500. Oh, no. wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. It was 30 grand. So what? It was hefty. Why is that a secret? What, do you think nobody knows that you've made money? Yeah. And, and when was his collaboration with Charlie Sheen? Like, 96? Yeah, it was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, it was 20 years ago, so who cares? No one gives a shit. Yeah, it was hefty. It was hefty, that's yeah. all. Yeah, so what? I just tell oh, them. Well, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. It was, it was hefty. So this interview goes nowhere except for making him sound like a fucking child. No, it, it's just dumb. It's just the whole thing's stupid. Leave it at that. And let me tell you, Charlie can destroy a hotel room. So we had an actor slash rocker punch and that that leaves a hefty bill. Charlie is no stranger to controversy and being drunk at a Taco Bell. Yeah. But here, here's my real question listening to this. What's more embarrassing that he has these stories to tell or the cocky look how cool I am way he's delivering. Well, his- he's he's I think it's the cocky delivery of it. It's just like, you know what? This this was just badass. Yeah. You know. Th- this happened 20 years ago. It has has Brett had any dealing with Charlie Sheen Entertainment in 20 years when the letter to death row came out what like 96 98 somewhere in there yeah it's been a long time yeah, so that was when he had his collaboration with charlie sheen yeah. and but, i mean they may still be boys and that's fine but the point here's the real point of it though who cares yeah at this point though charlie as an actor and a you know a personality 
Yeah. He hasn't done anything that anybody could not be more embarrassed of. No, absolutely not. You know, what was it on TMZ just last week? He was drunk at a Taco Bell. <laughs> was it? I didn't see that. You didn't see that? I don't follow. I follow no celebrity. Oh, well, his, his, he and his pal were walking through the drive-thru at a Taco Bell just totally blasted. Nice. And somebody caught him on a iPhone. Right, sure. And hey, Charlie, come on over. And he comes over and hey, man, how's it going? Hey, big fan, big fan. Yeah, man, good to meet you. You know, you know the whole thing. So, so for him to go, well, you know, Charlie's room was a hefty bill twenty years ago. Who cares? No one gives a shit. You know, yeah, we walked out of there. It cost us four grand. Oh wow, really? Four grand? Oh okay. It was hefty. Yeah, whatever. He wants you to think it was a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, please. But it wasn't. You know, I mean, shit. To fucking buy everything in a hotel room would cost what a thousand bucks. That's why I said four grand. Yeah, I mean, that's broken windows, walls, everything. Four grand is probably the biggest number. It was hefty bill. Yeah. But with a rock star punch and a actor's punch, yeah, shut up, hefty, hefty bill. Let me show you a fucking regular human being punch, and I'll knock you the fuck out, you fucking queer. Right. Well, it, it, it was it was a better punch because these guys are famous. I'll punch the diabetes right out his fucking back. Right. Okay. Where are you not welcome back? I am like to think of myself as a Pittsburghian. I'm down to earth, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a good guy. There's there's a lot of places that like me coming as long as I pay the bill. So I'm welcome back anywhere that I destroy as long as I pay the bill and they can fix the room makes for great stories and so far i paid all my bills so right now i'm allowed back almost everywhere (laughs) what story have you ever heard where brett michaels is banned from going anywhere none never ever what 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 story in your mind immediately pops up that any individual is banned from being somewhere uh ozzy ozzy at the alamo Right. That's the only story that I personally know of Yeah, that has any rocker being banned from coming back to someplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only one I can think of. Ozzy I mean, at the Alamo because he pissed on the Alamo. And, and there may be some, you know, there probably are bands that aren't allowed to certain hotels and whatever, but. Didn't make the news stories. It's not a big deal. So what? You know, there's hotel rooms that I fucking love back in, I would imagine. But, you know, although I guess at one point there would have been one where I left it kind of fucked up. But, you know. Well, as long as I pay the bill, I'm, I'm welcome anywhere. Go anywhere I want. Fucking douche. What was the most expensive item that you destroyed? The, the most expensive item was a glass custom-made table in that room that charlie and i got to uh with there was a bunch of other people but because we'll leave the guilty out of this uh they ran and me and charlie were left with the- then, then why did you bring it up yeah exactly dick why'd you bring it up if if you're gonna if you had to mention them but then you go, oh well i'll leave the guilty out of this yeah and nice job breaking something that was handcrafted and irreplaceable you fucking cocksucker yeah, and Just of course you paid for it doesn't make you any less of a fucking dick and and of course you got to bring charlie sheen up again all right, of course. Well, name drop. Right. Had a name drop. Bill, and uh, but that that glass top table that they had custom built, uh, 
was no longer a glass top table, but sh shredded shards. Is it shards? Shards. Thank you. Shards of glass everywhere. Oh, wow. Well, that was a tough word to, to deal with. Shards of glass. Shards of glass. Okay. Great. Thanks, Brett. Thanks a lot, you dick. Wow. Thanks for shedding light on that. So, does everybody like it more now? <laughs> the douche. Fucking ass. This guy's. At, at, you know, at his age, if he was 20, I might go, oh, wow, you know, you're really living the on the edge yeah. today. Pff, 51 years old, really? Yeah, no, he's just a dick. Ugh. Dummy. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts.